Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decoding Reality, a decoding TV podcast covering the latest and greatest in reality television. I'm Justin Jordan. And I'm Deja Woolery. On today's episode of Decoding Reality, we will be discussing episode two of The Golden Bachelor. And you can find more episodes of this very podcast on decodingreality.tv. And please email us with your questions and comments about this episode of the show at decodingtv at gmail.com. And please, pretty please, with sugar on top, find us on TikTok at tiktok.com slash at decodingreality. So here's the plan. We're going to start by covering our initial thoughts of the episode. Then we're going to do a little play-by-play of what happened in the episode. And then we'll wrap it all up, explaining our predictions for the rest of the season and the next episode. So, Deja, what did you think of episode two of The Golden Bachelor? Because I think I'm having a good time. I don't know about you. No, I'm having a good time. I feel like... This is the first episode where we really get to see, like, how will this actually work? What will watching The Golden Bachelor feel like? And it felt, in many ways, I think the same as watching any other Bachelor franchise, you know, Bachelorette or The Bachelor, and just kind of sinking in, getting to know the characters. Everything felt really to be expected, but I did say at the end of last episode that I feel like there's just going to be a whole lot of new emotional challenges that are going to make things really dramatic in new ways because of the age difference. And I definitely think that was starting to come in a bit in this episode. So it's getting juicy. We're getting somewhere. What do you think, Justin? I mean, it's, I am shocked at how earnest this show is like legitimately earnest, you know? And like, I don't know. I know that the age played a factor in that, but I didn't know how much, the age of the contestants really played a factor in it because it's the same beats are happening in like, as opposed and like, and what would happen in a normal bachelor or bachelorette show. But I believe it. I truly believe it this time around, which is so 
weird. I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm just cynical after watching this show for so many years. But like when, um, when these women are like talking to each other about like they really want Gary to like them, mind you. Sorry for last week. It's Gary, not Jerry. <laughs> we discovered that. We made sure of it. But yeah. And Gary is listening intently to these women. It reminds me of this one time uh, during Matt James's season where someone like pours their heart out. I think one girl was talking about how she quit her job to be on the show. And like, you know, she's like really wants this to work out and stuff like that. And then Matt James just sits there and goes, Thank you for sharing that. But not Gary. Gary listens. He responds. He responds with a personal antidote about his life and how he relates and he understands where they're coming from. Very well-spoken for a bachelor, which is super weird to me. <laughs> like, it's weird. What do you think, Deja? No, absolutely. I feel like Gary Gary stuck out because in the most for the most part, I avoided watching The Bachelor because I, like, why am I watching all of these, like, women chase after some, like, toast man? And then I watched Zach Shalcross, and it was all of these women chasing after this, like, toast of a man. But these women keep stressing how hard it is, even now, at their age, to find a man who's, like, worth his salt, to to say it without the French. And he, like, actually seems like he is. It actually seems like a good deal for the women involved, which is so shocking. When they say that they want somebody who will give them attention over and over and over again, you hear every woman not just say that she feels heard and seen when she's with him, but that she knows the other women do, too. You're kind of killing it, Gary. Like, you might just be able to go through this whole episode like a G. Like a real G. And you know what? As perdition, uh, as perdition, as per tradition, we like to name each episode of the show. Um, and I liked how we got lucky last week and called it Golden Hour, like the many songs called Golden Hour. Deja, what did you, did you have any um, titles for this week's episode? Because I have a couple, but not too good, as good as last week. All I can think of is like Lost in LA, Highway Love, something about that, because that was a stick out moment for me in the episode. I thought that was insane. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I feel like calling it Don't Stop Believing would be a little too on the nose because they do sing that and dance to that. But I had another one. I want to dance with someone or somebody, classically in Houston. Um, if you want to get away car by Taylor Swift, I thought that was pretty notable. Getaway car feels good. Uh, that's it. I think that's the one. <laughs> yes. Episode two, getaway car. That being said, let's get into the episode. The episode starts off with something we haven't seen in a long time, but the these women have to be in the bachelor bunks. And if you didn't know, the bachelor bunks are notoriously one of the most uncomfortable living situations ever because they're they're putting four to five women in the same room. They have to share a bathroom for a long time. And in previous seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, maybe it was like uh, some of these women just got out of college. Maybe they're used to like living with a roommate. 
these older women haven't lived anything close to this in a very long time. And I was like, come on. We couldn't, like, they meet, they meet, they may need some Tempur-Pedic for their backs or something. Like, uh, I, I thought that was a little cruel. What do you think, Deja? It, it was a very strange parallel for me to another reality show I watched this year. Did you see the Studs reality show on Tubi, Justin? No, Justin. <laughs> honestly, you know what? praise I, I, God. I, I'm so happy for I'm you. I'm not surprised that you watched it. Like you know, it, like but it just makes sense. <laughs> I couldn't actually get through past. I think the first two episodes. Um, the sound really? editing, I couldn't actually hear what they were saying most of the time. But when they got into this mansion, they were like, "You put a, an air mattress in the closet. That's my room." Like, and then I'm watching The Golden Bachelor, and I'm like, "Well, we're still we're still struggling out here." <laughs> um, reality TV shows just do not have the budgets that they used to, um, or even I guess that we used to think I, that they did. I mean, did. they looks like they do. Because they spent it all on the flash mob. <laughs> yeah, they spent it all on a flash <laughs> mob and some vintage cars. But it reminded me, uh, my mom a few years ago, and she's much younger than these women, but she moved from a house into an apartment. And for the areas that she grew up in, she associated being in an apartment with mm-hmm. being like really young. And so I was just watching, shifted to another age group, another set of women being like, what? I can't live like this. No. No, I I already have my ways. I know what I want. So it's it's nice to see that exactly. that'll never really change. Never does. And what's interesting is, speaking of change, some stuff doesn't change, especially about the Bachelor format, because Jesse comes in with the date card and does his little spiel, and the women don't know what to do. They're like, Are you, do, you, do you read it? Do we read it? Like, Because usually a contestant gets up, picks up the date card, reads it out loud, and apparently these women are familiar with the format. Who knows? But eventually, I think it was April, gets up, reads the card, and reveals that Teresa gets the very first one-on-one date. And if you don't remember, I believe Teresa was the one who kissed Gary last episode. Um, her husband has had also passed away. And I believe she got the first impression rose. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? She got the first impression rose? Was Faith the one with the first impression rose? Oh, you're right. You're right. I think yeah. it's Faith. But anyways, Teresa, Teresa got a lot of positive attention. Yes, and I like Teresa. At first, like I was a little put off because because I wasn't prepared for the earnestness of the show. But after this date, it's so it's so pleasant because now I'm fully bought in. But anyway, Teresa gets the first date, and the other women, most of the other women, seem pretty excited for like. Um, Teresa. Surprisingly, they they want to see her succeed. I think Susie does her hair, and they're really excited. There's a good moment where Susie was like, um, she was like, oh, make sure you curl it outwards. And she's like, I've been a hairdresser for 30 years. Calm down. <laughs> you know? And they have this wonderful get ready with Teresa, and they put her in this lovely car with the top down. And which is a good idea in theory, but Teresa did a, took a long time doing her hair, and it's just whoosh. And then they inform us 
that the headlights were out in this old car. Number one, this is so unsafe. Number two, maybe I feel like it's even more unsafe because, you know, I I trust Gary, but, you know, it's it's not a safe car, like, under the best circumstances, you know? Were you also scared, Deja? I... It wasn't even that I was scared. It was that I could feel their fear so palpably through the screen. I could tell they were losing their minds thinking like, are we going to die in week one of the Golden Bachelor? Is this how this series goes out? But I'm happy that they, you know, made it safely and everything like that. Not the best plan for a date. Honestly, none of it. The timing, the weather, (laughs) the lack of lighting all thumbs down <laughs> look I, I i i get it i wasn't mad about it but i was just i was maybe maybe i'm like holding this bachelor and these couples with kid gloves because i'm so worried about them but the no no headlights thing you gotta be able to see things coming and speaking of seeing things coming this is where we're going to take our quick ad break and we'll be right back after you hear a word from our sponsors Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed that. And But here we are again talking about the Golden Bachelor and Teresa and Gary's date. So... Gary has this wonderful setup at this diner. They pull in, and it's like a a very niche, like uh, 50s styles diner. You have like the neon lights, and they're drinking milkshakes, and everyone's dressed up like they're in the 50s or whatever. And it got me thinking, I was like, okay, if Gary's 70, so it, oh wait, he was born in this decade. It 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 caught me off guard that they're designing this like diner in the like in the time period that he was born in, not the time period that he like quote unquote lived in. You know what I'm but saying? Wouldn't they you just... love? Wouldn't you love like a '90s diner? <laughs> I I'm mean, just saying. I, I, I okay, but like that's not a period that I grew <laughs> up in. You know what I'm saying? It's like. I mean, I get it. The math does math. But at the same time, like, I I don't remember anything about the 90s. I was I was there for six years, you know? And then a year later, 9-11 happened. But that's sad the point. Anyway. Um <laughs> That's how we tell time. Like the duration of the I mean, 90s yeah. followed immediately by 9-11. <laughs> Look, you had to be there. It was a big cultural moment. Oh my gosh. 
sorry, David. Anyway, um, they had like the whole thing, and Gary, you feel like Gary is like building up to something because he's like, um, Teresa tells a very sad story about how her husband passed away, and right before he passed away, um, her husband wanted her to find someone and not to be alone for the rest of her life, and apparently, I believe, uh, she said it was not eight or nine years ago, I think. And very sad. And Gary like gets on like a speech about like, you know what? That's what life life's all about. Like once it gets you down, you have to keep going. You can't stop believing. Don't stop believing. And then a waitress gets on the counter and starts swishing her dress around. And then people are start like getting up and grooving. I'm like, what is happening right now? What is happening? And apparently they have a whole flash mob. They go in front of the diner. And normally, I would hate this. I would hate this with a burning passion. Normally, on every other Thursday night, I'd be like, this is the fakest stuff. Like, come on. But combined with the earnestness, the age of the contestants, and the the camera rate, which is 24 frames per second and not the usual like reality frames per second, it looks like a movie. It looks beautiful. Everybody looks great. I can't help... But to love this, I, I unabashedly surprised at myself, loved this little thing. And I'm just, I am astonished how everyone is so gained for this. At the beginning of this podcast, before this Golden Bachelor even started, I was talking to David. I was like, I don't know. It seems like they're not putting their foot into this because it's like, it's only one hour. It's on a Thursday. It's not on Bachelor Mondays. It doesn't feel like they really mean it, but... I'm here to say I was I was wrong. I was completely wrong. Deja, did you did you love the flash mob or was it just me? I thought the flash mob was cute, but more I genuinely loved all like the journey to getting there. I loved that when they were in the car and they had that moment where like Gary was scared and then she just put his hand put her hand on his shoulder. And he kind of calmed down for a second. She was like, it's going to be okay. And, you know, that's like sweet. And again, it feels earnest when they do it. It actually felt like they meant it. And then when they're in the the diner and they're talking about being widowers. And at that moment, I am positive Gary is going to end up with someone else who like has lost a spouse in the past. However, this really? show shakes out. I do believe that. I'm locking that theory in. Um, but it also made me think like, why are we not, we know about this show cause we're paying attention, but I feel like where the franchise is not putting their foot into it is like, where are the TikToks I need the social media packages for this show to be improved a bit. I'm going to need some aggressive Twitter campaigns here. Um, they, they know how to put the energy into things and they clearly don't fully want to put it into this i think they want things to be like an organic hit Mm. because they imagine that when netflix Mm. makes a new reality tv show it's a hit but no they've been advertising on every single social media you can think of and they've paid 15 queer people to say they like it on tiktok like there's just (laughs) i need abc to catch up yeah here's you know what's really funny like i'm not watching I'm not watching Bachelor in Paradise, um, but my wife is, and because 
this this Thursday, it's like Golden Bachelor, and then I don't know if you watch uh, Loki. I watched Loki right after Golden Bachelor, and she wanted to watch Bachelor in Paradise. So I was like, I gotta prepare for the pod anyway. She was telling me about how Hannah Brown came to Bachelor in Paradise, and like they bring Hannah Brown all the way down to the sand and she like has a date card and she's like talking to all these people. And then at the end, it's like, Hey, Hannah Brown, I'm Hannah Brown. And turns out I'm actually engaged or I already found love. So sorry. Bye. And it's like, why are we wasting people's time? Number one, Patrick paradise is like, it's already late and it's a long show. And it like, it, it really highlighted how, earnest and like surprising and like how how much of an anomaly the golden bachelor is in it's like sincerity because the other parts of the franchise are wasting our time <laughs> like they're all wasting our time it's not even like a fun like oh wow what will we learn next it's uh it, they're literally wasting people's time you know i'm not a fan of that personally but anyway uh Teresa then gets a rose and everyone's happy and this probably then goes into not uh this goes into probably my least favorite element of the franchise is the photo date where they take pictures I hate this section of the series so much because number 1 the photographer i believe his name is franco and they always show the pictures that like they take they're always the worst pictures they always are. I don't know. <laughs> you like see it. They're like, they're like really bad. They look like weirdly photoshopped. If this guy's supposed to be a professional photographer, can we show the, the pictures that he like edited or looked good in or something? And they put on these bad costumes. And it's 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 always a turnoff for me. Deja, do you like the photo day or do you think they should get rid of it? As a former America's Next Top Model fan. A million thumbs down. When America's Next Top Model says, and now bringing out a friend of the show, and then it's a photographer, like, they're going to eat. It's going to be amazing. When The Bachelor says that, it looks like a JCPenney photo shoot every single time. Most of the time, the contestants aren't really having that much fun because they're literally putting on costumes pretending to be something else to <laughs> impress the the you know bachelor nobody needs to do this anymore let's move on unless we actually get tyra but even then like tyra's reality tv is like this close to human rights violation so who knows anymore <laughs> it's funny when you started that sentence i was like is Tasha gonna be like as a former america's next top model uh <laughs> Um, anyway in um, dreams absolutely it could happen don't count yourself out but um i thought i think i'm it's just maybe it's like maybe if they actually showed a really good photo i remember when peter weber did this with his women it was with a magazine i think it was people magazine and they showed the photos and they actually looked good and it wasn't franco it's when whenever franco does it it's always like this very cheesy like you said jc penny photo shoot and it's always the worst but i guess the main highlight of this is that um some of these women have different comp- uh, costumes than others and nancy 
um, has to put on a wedding dress. And Nancy hasn't had to put on a wedding dress since the last time she got married. And she loved her spouse very much. And she, like, really, really is emotionally affected by this. And I 100% get where she's coming from because um, to, um, to her and a lot of people, marriage is not a joke. The wedding was not a joke, you know? And she she starts crying. She starts breaking down. And Gary pulls her aside and gives another earnest speech about how um, whenever he, like, smells cinnamon in the air, it makes him feel like his wife is near or next to him or reminds him of his ex-wife, Tony. And like, there's certain things when you lost someone very close to you that trigger that sense memory or something that puts you right back in that grief state. And I thought that was a wonderful speech to give, especially during this time. I think Gary knocked it out of the park. Um, another reason why he's a not just a good bachelor, but a good guy. And it supposedly made Nancy feel better. What do you think of this, Deja? I thought it was really sweet. And I thought, I mean, it was definitely to your point that this show is just as much about death in some ways as it is about love. And again, solidified for me that like, I think Gary will go for someone who has been in a marriage before and has lost their partner because I think that as much as he wants to share in the joy of his next few years, he also wants someone who will understand like the sorrow that he is carrying with him and somebody who will also be in the experience of crafting a new love for someone while still holding the love for someone who was once there. I feel like so far from the way he's expressed it, he's really drawn to somebody who understands that experience. Um, And he's really sweet to Nancy. So I feel like, I think sometimes with this franchise, when people are in this, I'm like, no, girl, you should have gone to therapy instead. Like, you really shouldn't be here. But this feels like even, no matter how far these women make it, it feels like it will be a net positive in their lives, which is a rare rare feeling for reality TV. But I think they kind of seem to enjoy hanging out with the gals and like talking about things they don't usually speak about. I'm hoping that continues through the series. Because I'm also worried because the bachelor is going to bachelor, you know, reality show is going to reality show. And there hasn't been that much quote unquote drama per se. And, and something, some, mm, I have a bad feeling about Kathy. Kathy has not had a lot of, Nice things to say about a lot of people. She seems a little bit like a mean girl who never grew out of it, surprisingly. And I'm just thinking, like, when's when's the bubble going to pop? <laughs> you know? Because it can't be like this forever, you know? Just speaking you of know, Kathy and... Oh, go ahead. We pointed out Kathy and April as the two potential mean girls. And I noticed at one point in the episode, they were all gathering together to, like, take a photo together. And Kathy and April were like separate, just the two of them together. And I was like, what? "Don't, don't become friends, or maybe do. Maybe that's the drama we need." You know what? I'll mind my business. But you know, we we did we did notice that. So, I mean, I will get to that during predictions because 
I, I have a bad feeling about Kathy, April. I have a, I, there's something, I don't know if this is going to sound crazy, but there, there's a certain type of women that don't look out for other women. And I'm almost shocked that these older women are still going are still through that, you know? Like, age changes a lot. Like, in terms of maturity, like, how many times have we watched a Bachelor season and one of the contestants gets really upset when the Bachelor isn't consistently talking to them? And these women seem to be perfectly emotionally secure, being like, hey, if he talks to me, he talks to me. If it works out, it doesn't, you know? But then we have weird comments from Kathy and April. Only on the, like, talking to the producers, Producers moment when they're talking, and it's like, no problem, no hesitation, just talking shit about other contestants. And I'm just like, oh man, oh man, I thought you were sweet old ladies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh man, don't don't ruin it. It can never be that simple. Um, it's never that simple. But speaking of simple things, Gary has a gift specifically for Ellen. And he took a picture, well, supposedly, maybe it was the producers, but he got a picture framed of one of the pictures that Franco and him took of Gary and Ellen together. And this struck me because, number one, it's a okay photo. It looks very sweet. But at the same time, I, in this early of the competition, I don't know if I would be handing out very large, very large photos to like be held over the mantle place. You know what I mean? Like, two contestants did this. And Gary only gave it to Ellen, as far as we know, which is also surprising. I didn't know he liked Ellen like that. Did you Did you think that this was a good gift to give this early in the competition? I was caught off guard. What'd you think? Now, I do love mess. And there are a few things funnier than thinking about Ellen just like walking back into the mansion that day, not saying anything, just minding her business, getting ready for bed and just hanging the photo up just before bed. Wait, as everyone wakes up, where'd she get that photo? Just one by one. Imagining that going through the house as they are waking up, getting ready. Like, did you see Ellen has a photo by? I don't know where she got it though, because I didn't get, did you get your photos? Yeah, T, love it. Great. Do it again. Very quick, too. Like, what was the processing time on that? And I'm just like, I mean, I get it. I, I, part of me thinks it's a producer thing. I don't know if Gary would do that himself. Or maybe I just don't know Gary. I don't know. Like, um, it's it just seems very personal at this point because I remember... A couple seasons ago, this guy named Ivan gave um, Claire a chess piece. He's like, oh, you'll always be my queen or some stuff like that, you know? Because he loved chess and gave her, like, the queen piece. And I was like, okay, um, you still need to play the board. You're going to give up the piece now. <laughs> like, you, you ruined your own set, Ivan. Like, what's going on? Did When you got eliminated, did you get the chess piece back? Like, what's going on? Uh <laughs> <laughs> like did you ask where it back? Like if Ellen gets eliminated, does she does she ask or does she give the photo back? Does she leave the photo? Would you keep it? Would you keep this photo? Ooh, see, I think it would depend on how I felt about leaving. Cause if I truly was just like, oh mm. my god, that actually hurt, I'm gonna go. I'd probably leave it. 
But if I was kind of pissed, You'd leave I'm going to burn it. No, if I was kind of pissed, I'm taking it. I'm burning it. Flames, fire, all that stuff. Yeah. Danger. Danger. That's my God given, right? And I'm keeping the frame and I'm putting a cute picture of me in it too. Oh, gosh. I remember. Okay. Uh, this is a tangent. I'm so sorry. Uh, I remember in high school, I gave uh, my first girlfriend a heart necklace. And like, because I was dramatic. Um, and it had diamonds in it, but whatever. Anyway, um, I asked for it back when uh, when we broke up. And like, she like literally, no we were way. walking past each other. She like threw it up in the air, like threw it at me and I didn't catch it. And so I had to like try and pick it up off the high school ground. No. <laughs> I was like, and that's why I was like, I'm never buying a woman jewelry unless like she's the one. I'm never buying a woman and jewelry. And then here you are the all worst. married. <laughs> See? But when you do, when you do buy her jewelry, it counts. You better put a See? ring on that's it. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You, see, you remember? That's what I did. I got yep. accounts. <laughs> you remember last episode when I said Sagittarius men are crazy? There it is. Listen, it's all coming listen, together. I need to get a lawyer. <laughs> Bachelor franchise, release the sign right, okay. to your contestants. Listen, listen, Deja. I want to know what is the worst gift you've gotten from a significant other, and what's the worst you've given a significant other. I th- I think I'm a good gift giver. I'm I'm gonna say I've been good. When I used to date men, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were getting no gifts, but they weren't my significant other, so it doesn't count. Um, worst gift wow. I've gotten. Wow. <laughs> the worst gift I've gotten was just a description of a gift that they were working on that would then never be finished ever. Did wait what? <laughs> It was just, yeah, this is the gift I'm going to give you. I'm working on it. It's almost done for over a year. Never got it. Over That's the worst year. gift from a significant other. And I think Gary, I think he's I think he's worth his, his salt much more than that. So, What was the description? It, it was a an annotated book that I, I really liked with all these notes in it. Never got it. Never even saw the book. <laughs> Never even saw the book? Not at all. Dang. Disappearing the, gifts. The worst gift you've ever gotten is the one you never got. <laughs> so my thing is, when people say it's the thought that counts, I know that it does not count. It's not the thought <laughs> at all. <laughs> because it doesn't count. It, it doesn't count because you never got it. You never exactly. even got the thought. Oh, my God. Uh, like. Oh my gosh, that's that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny though. That's really funny. Um, okay, mm-hmm. listeners, if you're listening, please. Uh, e- here's a fun prompt: email us yep. or uh, tweet at us or whatever. What is the worst gift you've given or received from a significant other? You email us at decodingtv at gmail dot com. We would love to hear it. Or like. Or maybe if you give us five stars, hey, do that. We'll read it on air. I think that's a good thing. I don't and know. People, you know, Justin, do that all the time. Deja, it, it, this is I have idea. heard that when you give something five stars, you're more likely to get better gifts from your significant other. That's just something I heard out mm, in the world. So true, 
True. I'd look into true, it. True, true, true. <laughs> so, yes, give us five stars and we'll read it. So, David, if this isn't allowed, let us know and delete this from the podcast. But give us the five stars. We'll read it on there and let us know at TV at gmail.com. The best gift you've ever given or the worst gift you ever received. Either or. Anyway, yeah. back to The Golden Bachelor. And since this episode is going by so fast, we are already at the elimination yeah. ceremony. Like, blinking, you miss it. And I love the speed of this show because all the other BS is cut out. Like, in a normal two-hour like thing, we would have all the drama and all this stuff. But no, it's like a, a pure form of this franchise. So, Gary mm-hmm. gets up there and he's actually very, very sad and does not want to break these women's hearts. He's not want to um, make these women sad or anything like that or give them a hard time. He does not like the rose ceremony. And in the rose ceremony, everyone gets a rose. Specifically, Kathy gets the last rose. But the people who are eliminated are Natasha, Jeannie, and Peggy. Who get eliminated. That's three women just gone. Like Thanos snapped out of the competition. But all of my favorites and all the people who I really like are still here. Specifically for me, Edith. Oof, Edith. Mm. And I, 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 I pay attention to social media. Everybody else was thirsty over Edith too. I'm just saying. I'm not the only one. <laughs> Edith, Those who have um, eyes to so see around. should see, right? <laughs> See, see, we're not crazy. Um, specifically, Faith is still around. Faith. Um, Kathy's still around, like I said before. Leslie is still around. Teresa's still around, et cetera, et cetera. Deja, are your favorites still in this competition? And did any of your predictions change from last week? Not really. I think I'm still looking at, like, um, Faith, um, Edith, Nancy, uh, no, sorry, not Nancy, uh, Sandra. And I think I'd actually say Teresa has a chance at being in the top four now. But again, all my favorites are still here. I did, I was sad because we did not get to see much of Marina. She was in the series for like five seconds, but I wish oh, she existed that, more. Was that, um, what was it? she had? She was a South Asian woman. A yeah. Yes. She was very, she got eliminated. Where was she? That I don't oh, I, know. She just kind of wasn't there. Um, oh, actually, I'm just I, I just found it. Marina she left the show for personal reasons. It says that she Wait, was what? she left the Wait, show off screen for personal reasons. That is on USA Today. So USA Today, Brian Alexander. What? We hope you're telling the truth. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Did I miss this? Oh man, I, I I did not know this. I wonder what the personal reasons were, or yeah, we don't see that she like as far as we know, Marina has already left. As wow. far as this article that was out yesterday, she's gone. Wow, I'm so sorry. Dang, Marina, you were very nice and also very beautiful too. Yeah, Sad to see uh, you I liked looking man. at your face, but it'll be nice. To have your face back wherever you are. Oh, she had the wonderful gray streak in her hair too. I thought that was yeah. Great, you know, 
Can't wait for my gray streak. But Get an inspo. I, uh, really? Because I mean, I'm going gray. <laughs> you know, the other the other week, the, my barber was like, "Hey, you'd rather go gray than go bald." You know, <laughs> because I have all That's my true. hair in the right places. Because, but I'm I'm starting to go salt and pepper, and I'm not even thirty yet. Listen, what is it works. <laughs> it works for Gary. Gary's out there, full gray, but he's got the hair, okay. and it's working for him. Here's the thing. I feel as though this is so off topic too. Um, I feel as though it takes a certain amount of confidence to go gray, but if you try to fix it in any way, it, it you lost me. I don't know if that makes any sense. You have to be confident enough like, not to try and change it. Yes, because if you try to change it and it's revealed, it's like oh no. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's very weird. Or like, I I am not in danger of balding or anything yet. Yet. Fingers crossed. And my dad isn't like, quote unquote, like balding at all yet. And he's like 50 something. So I'm like, whew, I have a couple of years with some hair. I have a couple of years. That being said, if I go gray, I'm just, I'm not going to try and change it. If I maybe bald. I'll do the black man baldy phase, you know, <laughs> like, you know, it's fair enough, but here's the thing. Like, if I feel like if, I, if I'm going to go bald, I got to start working on my facial hair and I can't, I have, mm. I need a long time to grow facial hair because it just grows like right here and then nowhere else. It's very weird. Sorry. See my family. The, the facial <laughs> Yeah. If you can grow facial hair in my family, you are bald. It's one or the other. So, you know, you're just blessed to have a choice. Oh, absolutely. You got to take your blessings where they come. I'll take the gray. I'll take the gray. There you go. Man. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of going gray and aging, (laughs) what are your predictions for next week and specifically the rest of this series? What do you think um, Gary's mind is at? Is your final four still intact, Deja? I think what can switch up the final four is that Faith is already kind of showing the cracks of like, oh, he liked me in the beginning, but how do I know he still likes me? Even feeling very seen by him when they're with him, it's inevitable, I think. And I feel like in week three, oftentimes they start to feel it a bit more because now they've watched him go on dates with other people. They've like seen his connections with others and questioned like, wait, why did they pick her and not me? And if I got picked this time, how long before I get picked again? So I think my prediction for the next episode is honestly just a little bit more crumbling of them realizing what they've signed up for because them not knowing much about this franchise is definitely going to bite them in some areas. But yeah, I still still got the same top contestants, I think, but giving Teresa a bump. How about you? Okay. I think I I mean, I'm throwing Teresa in there. It was a super strong showing. Uh, I mm, I'm worried about Edith. Maybe I maybe my maybe I was blinded to the beauty because she didn't get a lot of screen time. You know, and <laughs> there's a perfect formula of the amount of screen time you get, but not too much screen time. But Edith is starting to go into that, like, not a lot of screen time mode, where at least, at, like, the winner, you usually check in on the winner 
every single week, you know? And I think faith is really fitting that winner card. I don't know how to describe it. So I'm going to put faith up there. We did check in on Leslie again. So faith, Leslie, I, I want to keep Edith, but I'm worried. I'm keeping Edith and Teresa. Those are my final four right now. Leslie, Faith, Teresa, and Edith, but I'm worried. But she would make a great golden bachelorette. We'll never know. <laughs> you never She's know. She's got our vote. So, got my vote. And I think that is it for this week's episode of Decoding Reality. I had a good time. But if you would like to find more episodes of this podcast, please, please go to decodingreality.tv. And remember, email us with that answer to our prompt earlier at decodingtv at gmail.com. And find us on TikTok where we post clips of this very show. Deja, where can people send their golden roses to this week? You can send your golden roses to at Deja Talks TV on all platforms. So that TikTok, Instagram, Blue Sky, X, Y, Z, I'm sure various other places as well. Justin, where can people send their <laughs> gray, their anti-gray hair dye? <laughs> uh, you can send your Rogaine to, to at Freddie's roommate there you go. on Twitter, Instagram, and on TikTok, wherever toys are sold. Um, and we will see you guys both, or not both, we will see you all next week on Decoding Reality. Adios. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.